uh, to update you on the latest on the Gabby Petito case, as well as the search for Brian Laundrie. Uh, it's been, it'll be two weeks on, on Sunday that they found uh, Gabby Petito's body slash remains uh, out in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. The case has been unfolding on a day-to-day -day basis with pretty much new developments each day, and we're here tonight to bring you the very latest uh, and, and get some uh, feedback as well. Yeah, and a little recap of what's going on. We are on day 14 of the search for Brian Laundrie, the official search. Again, the FBI out at the uh, Carlton Reserve in Sarasota County. At this point, still no sign of Brian Laundrie. Lots of speculation this week. Uh, we have heard that uh, he could be out of the country, he could be out of the state, but again, the focus of this investigation right now is at the Carlton Reserve. Also earlier this week, the focus was on Fort DeSoto Park in Pinellas County. Dog the Bounty Hunter is there looking. And then the FBI checking in on the family's visit there earlier in September, which seemed to be verified. Also this week, FBI taking new evidence out of the laundry parents' home. No information, however, on uh, what they were able to find. Also new, though, Brian Laundrie's sister is in the spotlight once again this evening. We have heard that she, uh, well, the, uh, her, the family's attorney, the Laundrie family attorney now coming out and speaking out because if you may remember, the sister was contacted by the media shortly after news of the search for Brian Laundrie broke out and she said, I haven't seen him. Let's show some video of Brian Laundrie here again. She said, I haven't seen him and that's what she said. However, now the attorney is saying otherwise. Here's a statement tonight um, from Steve Bertolino, the uh, Laundry family attorney. Uh, you can see it on your screen, uh, and I'll narrate over it as well. Cassie saw her brother Brian on September 1st when he stopped by her home, and again on September 6th at Fort DeSoto Park. Law enforcement agencies are well aware of these dates. Any prior communication by Cassie that does not reflect these dates is simply a difference of relating an answer to a question misinterpreted by Cassie or poorly posed by the inquirer. Uh, and, and so let me let's go over that uh, second sentence because there's a little bit of a legal uh, technicality in there, if you will. Law enforcement agencies are well aware of these dates. So in other words, it, it seems like Bertolino, the family attorney, is trying to make it seem like that, that Cassie's been transparent all along. That's just a little bit of interpretation of that. Any prior communication by Cassie that does not reflect these dates is simply a difference of relating an answer to a question misinterpreted by Cassie or poorly posed by the inquirer. So what the attorney is, is in his essence saying here is, is that Cassie didn't understand the question or that when she heard the question, she misinterpreted the days that she gave when she last saw her brother. So it, 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 it kind of can get a little tied up in the legalese mm -hmm. here, uh, but what he's saying is Kathy has been, or Cassie has been truthful. Uh, again, the, the, the headline on that is, Cassie saw her brother Brian on September 1st when he stopped by her home, and again on September 6th at Fort DeSoto Park, according to the but attorney. But that raises some red flags, Fort DeSoto Park, because we hadn't heard that she was part of Fort DeSoto Park prior to this. Right, up until, what, yesterday, it, it was, okay, that, that Brian Laundrie had been there on the 6th and with, a, with his mother and his father, and that they departed on the 7th, 6th and the 7th. You recall that the mother apparently had a reservation at the campground to the 8th, and there was a bit of a disparity mm -hmm. of whether they left on the 8th or the 7th. And I know Danny Hurtado had worked this earlier in the week, and she was able to confirm uh, that Those they, dates. They, they left with three, came with three people, left with three people. On the 7th. Right. But the reservation was till the 8th. 
and, and so, no sign of the sister. Right, and and, and so the mystery deepens. Um, yeah, and 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 look, we only we only know so much and and, and have so much to, to put out there, uh, and obviously investigators are are, are are they know a lot more than we know. Correct, and that and, they're and, releasing and to the public. I, I'm reluctant to say they're hot on his trail. They're trying to get hot mm -hmm. on his trail, right? Yeah, and one thing to point to with Cassie, she appeared on Good Morning America when she made these comments, and she has said, of course, that she wanted Petito to be found safe and that she had not spoken to her brother Brian since he returned to Florida. So now someone is saying not so. So we'll move along also tonight. We spoke to an attorney, um, not an attorney, excuse me. We spoke to, uh, well, actually, we want to hear what you have to say. I'm jumping ahead here. Facebook comments. Uh, we thank you for joining us live. Uh, what do you think of this with this new information with the sister? All right. Well, here we got, here's a little bit of feedback we're getting okay. uh, tonight, Summer. Um, and again, these, these are opinions of people who are posting on, on, on social media. Um, and, and certainly they're, they're reacting to, to what uh, these latest reports are. Um, we have someone Misinterpreted? Saying, question mark? Right. Someone believing that his parents are hiding him. Um, and let's see, what else? Arrest them um, all. You know, about the sister, someone commenting and claiming that she knows a lot. Uh, and, 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 so, and so it goes. Um, you know, and, 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 and others are accusing the, 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 uh, the laundries of, of, of not telling the truth as well. So uh, we're not hearing They the all end know where this. he is. Right. Um, so. And so, you know, it, it, look, it's, uh, it, it's a talker day in and day out. Definitely. And new information coming out daily. Now moving along to, uh, again, this ending the second week of searching for Brian Laundry. Still no sign of Brian. So has too much time passed? Is it too late? What do you think? Well, we spoke to the former deputy chief with the Sarasota Police Department who has worked closely with the FBI, Steve Moyer, and this is what Steve had to say. Well, I think doing what you're doing is bringing, bringing the information directly here to the community. Uh, he was last seen in, in, in Sarasota County, you know, in South County, and I think we just need to follow the facts, keep the reward money out there, and get people to call in if they saw anything or remember anything. The, um, there was some information that the family was seen up in DeSoto Park. That's been thoroughly vetted and checked into, and based on the information they're reporting, the, the family was there. The family is admitting uh, they were there, but it was a couple days later when the, the, it was the last time that Brian was seen. So we need to keep on asking the public, if you see something, report it, let us know. You know, 1-800-CALL-FBI. Um, they're getting hundreds of leads, and they will check down and run down every single one of these leads. As I mentioned in the D.C. sniper case, one piece of information got us away from chasing a white van, and then we ultimately found um, Muhammad and Malvo in a blue caprice. Let me pick up on that if I could, Summer, just mm -hmm. for a second. Uh, Steve noted that, that Baltimore case. Uh, just a little bit of background. In, in the early 2000s, uh, people were waking up every morning to shootings on the Beltway. Random drivers were getting shot on the highway on a nightly basis. There were a number of people who were killed. And for a while, because uh, I was doing mornings and, and anchoring a noon broadcast in another market at the time, we were waking up to figure out what the latest was. And it would be another person or two people dead shot on a highway or, or an interstate near Baltimore. And they were looking for a white van. White van. Yep. And that was, that was the description that Steve Moyer was talking about there. And, and then all of a sudden, when, when they arrested John Muhammad and Lee Malvo, they were in a boxy blue 
Caprice Classic with a hole cut out of the trunk and oh. shooting through the hole in the trunk. And that so, came in through one tip. Right, and it one wasn't tip. a white van. No, that know. one tip. So that's where he was saying every tip counts. We'll go ahead and show you that number again, uh, the uh, FBI number. If you know anything, that one tip can make a difference in this case. Call 1-800-CALL-FBI. So any and all information they want to hear from you. Yes, they are getting a lot of tips, a lot of things that aren't panning out, but they, this one tip could be what solves this case. Yeah, interestingly enough, too, Steve Moyer used the word a couple of times when we interviewed him on ABC 7 News at 5 today, uh, methodical. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he said that a couple of times because I, I think as, as the, the investigation goes, people wonder, you know, what's going on? How come they haven't caught him? Where is he? And, and, and those are all valid questions. Um, but like we talked about, they're not releasing every drip and drab of their investigation or every angle they're following. They, they release, you know, very methodically and carefully what they want us to know and what we as the media, they, they want us to get out there to the public. So it, we, even though we're broadcasting a day-by-day -day newscast to newscast, and investigators, he says, are being very methodical chasing down these leads. And, and they may, may be, we don't know, they might, they might, might be a lot further along uh, than public perception sure. and, than what we, and what we know. And throughout this investigation, the city of Northport has became, become a main focus for this investigation. Of course, the Laundry family lives there, but this has just changed the community. It's all everyone can talk about in this community with the memorial site for Gabby Petito outside of City Hall. So many residents there have their own opinions and, and ideas and, and feelings on this case. And our Chase Campbell was out there today talking to residents of Northport, and here is what he found. As Gabby Petito's case has become the talk of the town and of the nation, that's right, those local residents have been conversing back and forth, bringing up their own questions and concerns about this case. It's been a really big topic. We've heard from our customers, and we sympathize with everybody because we all feel the same, because it's a, uh, this is a tight, close-knit community. At local salons and barbershops in Northport, conversation is continuous about the Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry case. From excitement about the arrival of Dog the Bounty Hunter to worry about Laundry's whereabouts and how he went missing. It's just a question I think a lot of us have had in other conversations I've had with other people. We're just a little curious of why wasn't this guy watched a little closer. And that concern spreads to neighboring communities as well, like Port Charlotte. Those residents will come by Northport and pay respect at the memorial set up for Petito. It's, it's really a tragedy. It really is bad. I mean, uh, I feel for the family because I have three daughters of my own. I wouldn't want nothing to happen to them, so, you know. And for Von Gilleran, he said the story just makes him uneasy. It makes you on edge. It makes you make sure your kids are inside. It makes sure you keep an eye on your daughters. I mean, it just makes you unease, you know. And while not everybody that I talked to about this story wanted to be on camera, almost all of them had a clear and defined position about the issues of this case. So it's safe to say this will be the talk of the town for a while. Again, Chase Campbell reporting and definitely something that they're talking about daily Northport all over the country to be exact and the world. This has just been getting attention worldwide. Yeah, and, and even the neighborhood uh, where the laundries live. Uh, we were, we've been out there for you know a, a couple weeks now. Um, you know, earlier this week you had the demonstrators, you know, with mm -hmm. the bullhorns um, and, and, and neighbors are, are you know, uh, saying that, that they want answers also. 
Um, you've got the national media out there, um, and, and anytime the FBI goes out there, which they they, they did um, just in the last few hours, apparently to get uh, more clothing of Brian Laundry to continue the search. Um, I, I know when they got clothing, I want to say two weeks ago on that, on that Friday night when we we were out there live. Uh, Josh Taylor from Northport had said the next day, which was the Saturday, uh, that the reason the bag we saw was like a grocery bag, a, a paper grocery bag they carried out, and there was speculation: what's in the bag? What's in the mm -hmm. bag? What's in the bag? It turns out it was Brian's clothes that they used to to have the bloodhound sniff for the dogs. Yes, in in their search for Brian Laundry. So again, we, we were hearing today that the, that you know anything that takes place out of the laundries, for lack of a better term, is news. Mm -hmm. um, the FBI shows up, if questioners show up, if if police show up, if agents show up, if if they take anything out of there, like we saw the the, the Ford Mustang being, you know, flatbedded and tow trucked out of there, and then the laundry parents returned with with the Mustang. A lot of twists and turns with this and of course we will continue to keep everyone updated on this investigation. The investigation continues throughout the weekend non-stop out at Carlton Reserve uh, all over the area just looking for those tips and that next step in this case. And keep the feedback coming. Thank you very much for watching us on Facebook Live and, and watching us on our social media platforms. Uh, we certainly do appreciate the comments and we, we do appreciate the back and forth of, of our viewers and, uh, and people who uh, follow ABC7 and uh, some of the debate gets a, a little lively and uh, uh, but you know it, it's uh, it's what everybody's talking about it's people it's are a, very passionate yeah, about this because you can relate everyone has a, a little girl in their family uh, and she wasn't a little girl in her 20s of course 22 but still I mean when you think about it, it it's, a, it's a national story right it, it, it's it's a state story Florida and and it's a local story you know the Sun, Coast. The Sun Coast, and, and so, yep. I mean it's got so many layers that, that are just you know that the, the boxes are checked off that it, it's it's uh, it's going to be in the news for, for the foreseeable future, no doubt. And ABC7 will continue to follow this story uh, until Brian Laundrie is hopefully caught. We will be back on the air for ABC7 News at 11 with the latest on this investigation and more local news, and we hope you'll catch us then. Until then, we hope you have a great weekend, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Summer Smith. I'm Craig Negrelli, and uh, we'll see you on the air and online. Have a good night. All right, we appreciate the update uh, from WWSB out of Sarasota. Uh, again, not a lot of new information, but they've been doing a great job uh, passing along what they know as they get it uh, there from their market, as they have such good coverage uh, of what's been going on there with the case uh, of Gabby Petito, of course, uh, and Ryan Laundrie.